Think to the brink returns. <laughs> that was a really nice mixing it up. Well, I feel like we always say hello and welcome, hello, and welcome to Think to the Brink. Yeah, but so it's I a nice think. sense of familiarity, isn't it? Yeah, Think to the Now they're gonna. Sense. If someone listens to this episode first, they're gonna be like, "Is that is that a film? Is that yeah? What's the Think to the Brink? Have you been away? Also, if someone's listening to it for the first time. The returns implies there are four episodes. I'll go back into the back catalogue. Oh, thank goodness. Whereas Hello and Welcome Back doesn't imply that. No, it does as well. Yeah, true. But yeah. Into the Brink Returns has got a certain dramatic... Yeah. Uh, we still want to seem like we're personable. I think we've done that, though. But by starting with the return and then picking it apart yeah, for exactly. 30 seconds... <laughs> yeah, we are an overthinking podcast. The ultimate overthinking podcast. Wow. As it says on our Instagram bio. Big claim. Um, which I wrote, so... Yeah. <laughs> no, one's, no one's said that we're the ultimate one. Yeah, but it's... Uh, I think you know some of the feedback that we've got implies <laughs> implies that they've overthought more than they've ever thought at all. Exactly. If you can think it, we can overthink it. We've we've gone with a slogan that's emerged on our Instagram posts. Yeah, it has. We've got yeah because we've been doing the over overthought of the day or over- yeah. So we've got a few good series going on Instagram. Think to the brink with the number two. That's also our Twitter handle. So Twitter we use really to share the links for the um, for the episodes that we post on Podomatic, iTunes, Spotify, Acast whatever podcast platforms you listen to, but we have slightly more fun on Instagram. Yeah. Instagram <laughs> more fun. Well, we, we have fun on Twitter as well. Uh, let's not disparage the good name of Twitter. Yeah. Um, Instagram. <laughs> Didn't think we were attacking Twitter by saying we don't have as much fun as we have on Instagram. I thought we were attacking our levels of fun. Well, Instagram's not as good for link sharing, so we've got a few okay. series going at the moment, uh, which you can get involved in. Any uh, suggestions? We've got Overthought of the Day. Yeah. So a few uh, examples. Why do mannequins not have dad bods? Yeah, actually, that was, uh, that was another series things you never see oh, and uh, getting them yeah, confused. mannequins uh, with dad bods they all seem to be very svelte and well built very is... svelte no I mean like often worryingly so I think yeah it's probably because they just then have to have less material making the mannequin but I don't know I think it's also entrenching problematic body images I know maybe we should do an episode on mannequins actually <laughs> I've really Mannequins really creep me out. Really? I think that I'm probably not alone in saying that. But no. If you, I, I'm thinking there must be a horror film where you go into a warehouse and oh, there's an episode of Inside Number Nine where there's loads of mannequins. Yeah. Because then someone, if they're really still, can hide amongst them. <laughs> yeah, that's classic. And both felt. That's also um, yeah. You'd have to. You wouldn't be able to hide if you had a dad bod. That's a classic comedy trope as well. What? Hiding in the mannequins. Yeah. Yeah, I think Will Ferrell does it on more than one occasion. And actually, he does have a dad bod, so... Um, oh, wow. So, well, some are more lifelike than others. I feel like we're getting into territory. <laughs> we should just do a mannequins episode. Anyway, Instagram, Twitter, uh, facebook.com slash to the bring. There's many ways to engage with us on social media. But today, we're doing one of our debates. I'm really looking forward to this one. Um, of two fast food giants. Well, the, the characters are normal-sized, but I'd say that the enterprises which they represent are both giant... And that is uh, Ronald McDonald of McDonald's fame and Colonel Sanders of Kentucky Fried Chicken, commonly abbreviated to KFC. Roll titles. I'm Will Baker. And I'm Alex Prescott. And you're listening to Think to the Brink. Where better to go for opinions than mum's neck? Can, can Jesus choose which wine he turns it into? There needs to be some middle ground between a full stop and an exclamation point. Your taste buds are amazing. So it's basically like a glorified textbook writer. Is there any person in the world that is more of a yes man than Mr. Smith? So diving right in with the debate, I've chosen... 
Colonel Sanders, as you you just called him Sanders. And oh, yeah. Well, you know that I uh, didn't fully know who Yeah, he was. well, I was going to say, so. We've been talking about this episode for a while. It's been in the works for a long time, as the kids oh. say. Um, and uh, we did a poll on Instagram actually, and it, I think it got 50 50. Yeah. Who do you prefer, Sanders or McDonald? It got 50 50, um, which is interesting. Do you think that's a reflection of do you prefer KFC or McDonald's? Potentially. Or okay. maybe people were voting with their, their hearts. Because if, their they, if they truly knew what Colonel Sanders you're saying, I think you could say Sanders. You probably could if you wanted to be inaccurate. America. Colonel Sanders. Oh no, if you were going to say an American, it probably would be Sanders. Sanders, yeah. If you're going to call him Sanders, I would like you to speak with an American accent. <laughs> For the whole episode, or whenever uh, I mention Just whenever you mention him. Sanders. Nashville, <laughs> please don't. But, um, but no, I mean, and Alex was like, who, do people know who Colonel Sanders is? And I would say... Um, 50% of people, yes. No, no, no. Well, no. no 50% of people prefer him to Ronald McDonald. I'd say 95% of people know who he is. No, he's, he's the colonel. He's the face of KFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, people don't know Julius Pringle. Yeah, they do. Well, they don't know he's called Julius. Well, they Julius. don't know he's called Julius, but... And they don't know they, Milburn Pennybags. Well, they know... Monopoly. Well, they know Milburn, Monopoly, available in our archives. They know Milburn as Mr. Monopoly. Yeah. And they know... Julius. As Mr. Pringle. So they're not on first name terms. Uh, okay, but they're not on yeah. first name terms with Colonel Harland David well, Sanders. No, I feel, I feel like people don't aren't like, oh, Mr. Sanders. No, because he's not Mr. He's Colonel. Oh, yeah. He's a military man. He's a, he's a high-ranking official wow. in the military. Yeah. Okay. And he runs the most successful chicken business of all time. Oh, uh, well, yeah. I mean, like I think McDonald's... Okay, obviously McDonald's do more things, which is probably why the first reason why McDonald's and Ronald McDonald are better in that they have a monopoly over the fast food market. They haven't just... They don't. They, McDonald's do. A monopoly? Wow. Burger King, KFC, Five Guys. What? Yeah. These are all fast food chains. All of the others um, are not quite to the same level and will never be to the same level. I mean, McDonald's is one of the most recognisable brands. No, it's up there with Coke and yeah. Apple, I guess. Now. And I think, yeah, linked to that, the, the M and, and Ronald. I think if Colonel Sanders were walking around, people would be like, oh, it's an old white guy. If Ronald McDonald were looking around, they would be like, Ronald McDonald is white. It's the big ass RM. <laughs> it's face paint. Yeah. Well, it does say, so we've got a McDonald's wiki here. Yeah, there isn't a KFC wiki. Uh, interesting. Very interesting is the first point. Um, so we've got Ronald McDonald, McDonald's chief happiness officer. I like that he, there's the implication there there's a whole team. So, yeah. he's, so he's a good manager. But you don't see him as much anymore though. He's not on any of the promotions. Do you reckon he's taken like more of a boardroom role back? Yeah, yeah, I reckon. Well, it's, yeah, he's got, um, I, th- I reckon he's non-exec on a number of boards. Well, because I think it, maybe he's chief happiness officer now, but I think when we were younger, he was like, he was the mascot. Oh, yeah. You'd see like statues of him in restaurants. He'd be all over the menu. Um, you know, he'd be sort of appearing a lot more in commercials. Yeah, so that shows, that yeah, the career progression that Ronald has achieved. We've got some vital information here on <laughs> vital. Yeah, you have to know this species human. Well, I um, guess that wasn't necessarily apparent. He could be anything under that face paint. Quite scary, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> see, that's my point. Uh, that's one of my points. Gender male, hair color bright red. Chief Happiness Officer, official... Oh, character description. Chief Happiness Officer, official mascot, and Chief Media Pitch Person, ambassador for McDonald's Restaurant, has appeared in many TV print ads for McDonald's. So a number, a polymath, if you will, a number of different roles, and he juggles them very well. 
Okay, I'm going to go straight in. First of all, clowns creep a lot of people out, especially children, so I, I would say that he's miscast as the mascot. I reckon he's put a lot of people off. Uh, I think old men are creepier than clowns. That's libelous. <laughs> That's very libelous. <laughs> That's a quote. <laughs> That's a quote for Instagram. I mean, it's not a competition, is it? Like, who's the creepiest mascot? But uh... no, I mean, but Colonel Sanders wasn't the mascot. He became later on the face of the company, but he founded it. He was a chef. I've got a little fact file. He's a here. chef. Yeah. And a colonel. Didn't he get the colonel as a like ceremonial title? No, Colonel Harlan Sanders was a chef. He may have got it as a ceremonial title later in life, just because of his services to chicken. <laughs> That's confusing. Oh, as a chef. Yeah, he's a chef. A ceremonial chef. No, no, no. No, <laughs> no a ceremonial colonel. Okay. And, uh, and he was a real chef. He was uh, he was born in September 1890. 1890. Yeah, so he actually, he actually died in 1980, aged 90. So a very good innings. Wow. Um, so, you know... Respect Your Elders was an episode that we did uh, a few weeks ago. Well, yeah, I do respect him. I just don't think he's a very good uh, mascot nor owner. I like to use the phrase, um, societies grow great when old people, when men or women, plant seeds for trees that they won't see when they're living. That is one of the worst... (laughs) Interpretations of that phrase. What is the phrase? I don't know. It was in Ricky Gervais' Afterlife. Oh, I don't know. Good show, available on Netflix. <laughs> non spawn. Um, That's the first time no, it's available it, in our art note on Netflix. It's, um, no, it's a phrase saying, like, um, societies grow great when people make plans for stuff that they know that they won't be alive to see. Um, and Colonel Sanders, you know, has not really lived through the, the massive great success of KFC. KFC is everywhere. I, could, I know McDonald's is as well, but this is a home family brand that he just started making chicken probably in Indiana or Louisville or Kentucky yeah although yeah they're in Kentucky Louisville is in Kentucky I imagine it's Kentucky somewhere yeah okay so the the governor of Kentucky designated him a Kentucky colonel okay so at the age of 40 he was running a popular Kentucky service station that also served food so he's a late bloomer yeah. So he grafted, he built himself up for nothing. It's very much a story of the American dream. So, Ronald McDonald, well, I, I would say, like, you're saying, oh, he's really old. Ronald McDonald, you could not tell how old he is. How old would you say he is? 40. Scary as hell. <laughs> Just because he's quite upright. What do you mean? I think he could be any age between uh, 20 and 60. So 40 is back, slap bang in the middle. But the origin of him... Involved Willard Scott, at the time a local radio personality who played Bozo the Clown from 1959 to 62, who performed using the name Ronald McDonald, the Hamburger Happy Clown, in 1963 on three separate television spots. So, so he was born in 1963? No, no, no. Well, no, because the guy playing him will have been a certain age so when he was playing him. So he's about 80. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why he's taken more of a backstairs role. Several people, they've started... So, a good character comes from several sources. Yeah. Because it's like a good idea. If, it, if it's a good idea that stands the test of time, a number of people will discover it at similar times, would you yeah. say? And that's the case with Ronald McDonald. There have been online disputes over Ronald McDonald's original origin, several people claiming stories other than Willard Scott. Bozo the Clown. Bozo the Clown is probably one of the most famous clowns. I don't know anything about him, I just know the name. And also... The face that we see is him right at the end of his life, right? What? 
O'Connell Sanders. O'Connell Sanders. And also, we yeah, can, he's, he's, in, he's probably in his 80s. We can see here that um, Colonel Sanders is essentially a lie because after being recommissioned as a Kentucky Colonel in 1950, Sanders began to dress the part, growing a goatee and wearing a black frock coat, later switching to a white suit. He never wore anything else in public during the last 20 years of his life. So he's living a life. He's not a method. He's a method actor. He's Ronald like Daniel Day-Lewis, Robert De Niro. He is committing himself 100%. Can you imagine not wearing anything but a white suit, a string tie, and a goatee for the last 20 years of your public <laughs> life? That, to me, is commitment to the brand. I feel like... If, you're, if we're talking commitment to the brand, it's more committed to wake up every morning and do full face paint and go out as Ronald McDonald. Oh, so you think he's a human dressing up as a clown? <laughs> yeah, species human. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. It's not species, species clown. clown yeah. <laughs> Is clown a species? <laughs> but, like, are there any clowns in fiction or literature that are just clowns? What about the clown from It? There's, yeah, there's people that we never see as anything else yeah. and have never been seen, but often, yeah, like the clown from It, but that, I haven't, I haven't actually seen it. No, I haven't either, I've just seen the, but the I think I know who he is. What's his name? Bozo, maybe? No. Oh, it's called It. No, it's not. It's got a name. You sure? Yeah, it's not called It. It's, it, it's called um, Pennywise. Pennywise, the dolphin clown. Just quickly, top five celebrity clowns. Uh, Bozo. Yeah. Ronald. Yeah. Well, Pep. Pennywise. Pennywise. Um, Celebrity clowns. Krusty. Yeah, Krusty, big time. And I'd throw in, this might be a little bit of a rogue one, but from Modern Family, Fizbo. (laughs) Yeah. Clown played by um, Cam. Cam's clown, yeah. I think actually Krusty, I'd say, is one of the most iconic clowns. Yeah, that wasn't necessarily an order of of most iconic, but yeah, um, yeah, Krusty's got to be up there. I guess Lauren and Hardy. The Three Stooges. I think the thing is, I'm Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, but they're not really clowns. They're just sort of play clowny characters. Well, it depends how you're Slapstick. defining clown. Are you defining clown as like someone that paints themselves? Okay. Yes. Well, <laughs> well, no. Because I like clowning the style. Well, I'm actually reading a, a big book on um, physical comedy, and <laughs> it's about. <laughs> I don't think you could have said anything <laughs> more pretentious. <laughs> I'm actually reading a very good book on uh, physical comedy. It's called Why Is That So Funny? And I, I, I've had a couple of people on the tube being like, why is it so funny? <laughs> really? Like, I don't know, I haven't finished it yet. That's what was my line. Yeah, well, one. Okay, yeah. One person who was quite drunk. I was going to say, because tube etiquette, available yeah. in our archive, very few people would comment on something like that. But what they say, clown is that the... Like the performance style is that you sacrifice everything for laughs. Yeah. So your only aim is that to, is to get a laugh. So you might get naked, you might get off the stage, you might poke people. There's yeah. no kind of Filter. rules apart from yeah. keep being funny. Can I ask you one question then? Yeah. Has Ronald McDonald ever made you laugh? Yeah. When? When uh, I saw him, uh, uh, an eight-foot statue, um, when I was coming out of a McDonald's toilet, yeah. and I was like, oh! And then I laughed because I got shocked. Nervous laughter. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't quite count. Has Colonel Sanders ever made you laugh? <laughs> Well, first of all, that's not his role. <laughs> He's made me feel a great sense of respect and <laughs> the value of tradition, really. And also, I love his chicken. Well, do you value the tradition that uh, Colonel Sanders put in place that he cheated on his wife a lot? Well, that's not a tradition that he put in place. 
Or that for most of his life he was a terrible businessman. Well, now this article is ed- editorialised. What was it so from? So this is from entrepreneur.com. Mm, so straight away. And uh, Seven things you didn't know about the real Colonel Sanders. For most of his life. So he was a terrible businessman. He only became a successful restaurateur after failed careers as a lawyer, insurance salesman, lamp salesman and tyre salesman. Okay, I'm going to stop you right there. So you said failed careers as a lawyer, insurance salesman, lamp salesman and tyre salesman. First of all, I would have thought on entrepreneur.com, you know, everyone fails before they succeed. So that, so that makes, it, makes him seem like a failure, doesn't it? Like a buffoon yeah. that just bounced from job to job yeah. before he found his niche. Another sort of clown, actually, the buffoon. <laughs> Very good. So after his father died when he was six years old, Sanders became responsible for feeding and taking care of his younger brother and sister. Beginning at the age of 10, he held down numerous jobs, including farmer, streetcar conductor, railroad fireman, and insurance salesman. So it doesn't say lamp salesman or lawyer there, but he started at the age of 10. Can you imagine a 10-year-old lawyer? So this was to feed his brother and sister. He was... He was alone in the world at the age of 10, so it doesn't say that in entrepreneur.com, does it? I've never Get your facts right. I've never met a streetcar conductor. <laughs> yeah, because you didn't live in 1900. <laughs> is that a lollipop man? Like a, no, like a tram conductor, I guess. Oh, a streetcar is not a car, it's a tram. A streetcar is a tram, yeah. <laughs> you sound like made up jobs like railroad fireman. I mean, obviously... I, I railroad, <laughs> railroad fireman is like, you know, if there's any ever a fire on the railway... Yeah, it's like a it's division. <laughs> I also think like that's too many jobs, isn't it, to do any of them well? <laughs> I mean, he's not doing them all at the same time. He's sort of, you know. Well, it says he held down numerous jobs. Oh right, well, at the okay. same time, he wasn't moonlighting. Yeah, and then at age forty, he was running a service station in. Kentucky. Well, I think if I got Sanders a CV, my first question would be, how come you've had so many jobs? Why can't you stick at a job? Interesting. Should we do that? I'm I'm Carol okay. Sanders and I'm interviewing for a job. Okay. What job? Uh, a lamp salesman. Lamp salesman. Okay. Okay. So, um, what here on your CV makes you suitable for the role as lamp salesman? Um, well, I've been a salesman before. Uh, insurance. I've been a salesman before. <laughs> and uh, don't do that. No, <laughs> yeah, go on. You've been a salesman before. Okay. What sort of salesman? Uh, well, I've sold insurance. Okay. How come you left that job? Um, insurance wasn't really for me, to be honest. Okay, what job did you do after? Um, tires. 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 I sold tires. Yeah, okay. I sold tires as well. I did really well with that. Um, but, um, but yeah. Okay, why did you leave that job? Um, well, I apparently, according to entrepreneur.com, I have a habit of unwise business gambles and getting into fights the result in being fired. <laughs> <laughs> He's very honest, Kelsey. That's not very good for our thing. You've also well, no, but okay, but in the tire business, there's a lot of pricks. Well, you were also a railroad fireman. Talk to me about how you, what you learned. Oh, there. that was on my gap year. When you were also a farmer. Uh, yeah, well, that was I started that when I was ten because my dad died and my oh. brother and sister needed to be taken care of, so I did some work on the farm. And what did you learn from uh, being a railroad fireman? Um, what skills? What fires, skills? To lamp salesman. Yeah. Well. Um, fire is a very dangerous tool, um, so you need to be respectful of it. Yeah. And especially with lamps, be careful. Don't put them near your curtains. And yeah, just kind of safety, I guess, is um, kind of predominantly. Finally, what's your favourite type of lamp? Uh, the one in Aladdin. <laughs> okay. You know what? I think you might. I might have hired you. Yeah. Well, I, I, well. I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so why did you leave it so late to get successful? Well, I think you know Ricky Gervais. Only made it big when he was 40. 
the office. So I think a lot of parallels to be drawn between Gervais and uh, Sanders. Okay, um, did Ricky Gervais only make two million selling KFC? Well, he made a lot of money from selling the office to the U- the US. Well, he only made yeah. So Sanders, he, he sold KFC when he was seventy five. Um, and he only sold it for two million, and then he tried to sue them for one hundred and twenty-two million. Yeah, uh, unsuccessfully. So I think they 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 took the piss when they only bought it for two million. Considering the money that it's made them, I think he's got every right to sue them for one hundred and twenty-two million. I think they took advantage. He settled out of court for a million, and a promise that the colonel would stop embarrassing the company. Oh dear. He did not keep up his career, <laughs> I mean, that to me shows perseverance. That to me shows poor, you know, you can't take a million dollars from someone and then not keep up your side of the bargain. He closed the restaurant and devoted himself to franchising his chicken business. He travelled across the country cooking batches of chicken from restaurant to restaurant, striking deals that paid him a nickel for every chicken the restaurant sold. This is a real success story. His first franchise sale went to Pete Harmon of Salt Lake City. In 1964, with more than 600 franchised outlets, he sold his interest in the company for two million to a group of investors. It went public in '66, New York Stock Exchange in '69, oh. 3,500. So it's gone from one roadside chain, um, and he became a spokesman in his later years and an ambassador. You know, he wasn't going to be running the company at the age of 75. The world had changed. What the origin story of McDonald's is? Okay, so the siblings Richard and Maurice McDonald opened it in Maurice. I would say Morris. Okay, Morris. Maurice sounds like a name for a clown. <laughs> Opened in 1940, the first McDonald's, but it was not the McDonald's recognisable today. They introduced a, introduced a speedy service system in 1948. The modern fast food restaurant, the original mascot was a chef's hat on top of a hamburger, which was referred to as speedy. Oh, so as the universal mascot and then the symbol Ronald McDonald. So they've got a mascot and a symbol. Well, I, I, okay. Which film would you rather see? A film of that or a film of the life of Colonel Sanders? I can't believe there hasn't been a film made of Colonel Sanders. Well, there has been a film about McDonald's. Supersize me. (laughs) Yeah, that's a documentary really, isn't it? Well, a documentary film. I thought it was a TV show. And Ronald McDonald is not in it, so that doesn't count. Actually, I've got... um, So, although there hasn't been a biopic of Colonel Sanders, there have been 16 people that have played him over the years in various commercials, bits, uh, comedy segments. Rob Lowe, famous actor, Wayne's World. Dolph Ziggler of WWE fame. The Undertaker episode available on our cast. Oh, yeah, because he's been a character on WWE. I saw that. Yeah, they did some business together, yeah. Um... Jason Alexander, George Costanza from Seinfeld, Ray Liotta from Goodfellas. Look at the well, just because loads of people have played him doesn't make. Hathor Bjornsson, who plays the Mountain in Game of Thrones. Well, I feel like because loads of people, Ronald McDonald is so iconic. Robo that fewer people want to play him. Yeah, because they know that there's nothing to the role. Because it's no, a, it's a no, no. Billy Zane. No, because they know that there that no actor could possibly embody everything that Ronald McDonald is, whereas everyone's had a go. It's like the village bike, isn't it? Colonel Sanders. Everyone's had a ride. That's libelous. That really is libelous. Not a ride on Colonel Sanders, but a ride in his spit, you know. Yeah, because he's an iconic character. There's so much more that you can bring. Because they think he's a caricature. No, well, well, Ronald McDonald's (laughs) not a caricature. Do you have any good Ronald McDonald quotes? Can he speak? Can he speak? Let's have a look. Yeah, no, no quotes. No but, quotes because you can't speak. I've got some good quotes here. Um, one has to remember that every failure can be a stepping stone to something better. Well, um, obviously, you can quote a real person. Exactly, quote. real person. <laughs> I made a resolve that 
I was going to amount to something if I could, and no hours, nor amount of labour, nor amount of money would deter me from giving the best there was in me. And I have done that ever since, and I win by it, I know. I think a dream is just a suggestion to start something out, to do something. A lot of learned men think people really are the food they've eaten. Oh, so, and then he's making KFC. <laughs> I've only had two rules. Do all you can and do it the best you can. It's the only way you ever get that feeling of accomplishing something. Oh, this is complete rubbish. I've read hundreds of cookbooks. <laughs> For my money, they are the bird. Again, don't know what um, that means. But he's a, he's a visionary, he's a philosopher. So I think this is a great quote for 2019. Don't be against things so much as for things. Very positive, isn't it? I was 66 years old. I still had to make a living. I looked at my social security check of $105 and decided to use that to try to franchise my chicken recipe. Folks had always liked my chicken. Hard work beats all the tonics and vitamins in the world. To me, my recipes are priceless, although he did sell them for two million, so. I'm not too proud of having my name associated with some of my restaurants. So, we've got some quotes here about McDonald's, though. I'm too drunk to taste this chicken. <laughs> That's the top quote, after all those inspirational quotes. So we've got, McDonald's is in a unique position. They can decide they don't want meat with hormones in it, and that will be the end of hormones in meat. So really, like, that they're the biggest brand... The hugest. I've I've never been a Burger King person. I'm a total McDonald's person. Okay, yeah, but this is um, this is not McDonald's versus KFC. This is Colonel Sanders versus McDonald's. If there's any quotes in there about Ronald McDonald, um, then uh, also Burger King is not even part of the debate. So Beyonce Knowles says the great thing about McDonald's is that they have a lot of different things on the menu. I love their salads. How much was she paid to say that? There's no way Beyonce <laughs> is McDonald's. I think that. also McDonald's has done and Ronald. Um, as the spokesperson and mascot yeah. have done incredibly well to, because they've got a lot of shit thrown at them Lo- like so much more than KFC would you ask? Would yeah but that's because they're the biggest yeah so actually they're bearing the brunt of a lot of people saying oh no you shouldn't McDonald's is the devil McDonald's is this and you let, yet they've endured they've changed it about they put Ronald in a more exec position, you know, they have, there is an article here that they have um, on, it's for, he's being pulled back from the limelight. Because they're going for more upscale marketing, implying that Ronald McDonald as a clown is lowest common denominator marketing. No. Yes. Implying that he's had, no, he's, he's, he's had an experience on the floor and now it's time for him to take a more executive role. Where's Colonel Sanders' executive role? Six feet under. Wow, wow. <laughs> no, because they've resurrected him and they, they, you know, there's loads of... Oh, he's, be, he's, be, he's become he a pastiche. He'd he, hate it. He'd be turning he, in his grave at what no, he's he become. No, he won't. He won't. They, they don't use the 11, this chicken. They don't use the 11 spices anymore. They've just plastered his face over everything. It doesn't mean anything anymore. Colonel Sanders will live forever. Ronald McDonald in 10 years will be gone. That's not true. Clowns will be outlawed. I reckon clowns <laughs> will be banned. <laughs> no way. Absolutely yes. no way. Who would win in a fight? Sanders or Ronald? Yeah. Ronald. Sanders, okay. Sanders in, in the way he's portrayed is what, at least 80. Yeah, but Sanders has been in a, a lot of scraps. He well, consistently got fired. I mean, he did shoot someone, didn't he? Uh, well, I didn't know that. He wants, yeah, so it says back on entrepreneur.com. Uh, when Sanders play, painted a large sign pointing potential customers from the highway towards his gas station, he enraged the owner at a competing gas station. Stuart painted this other guy painted over Sanders' sign, leading to Sanders threatening to blow his goddamn head off 
and repainting the sign himself. When Simon discovered Stuart once again painted over the sign, he and two shell officers ran to catch him red-handed, heavily armed. In the resulting gunfight, the shell manager was killed. What? And Sanders shot Stuart in the shoulder. KFC currently has a purposefully poor acted reenactment of the fight that gave Sanders complete control over the gas station market in the area after his competition was sent to jail for murder. Yeah, so he would literally put his life on the line for his business what? just to paint over a sign. Someone was he sent didn't... to jail. He went over with guns. No, but and, and he didn't was get a... shot. Oh, that's not a skill. He's a violent man. It should be stopped. No, no, no. He his 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 friend got shot. He got someone sent to jail. Yeah, because they shot at him. That to me is a warrior, a chicken warrior for the ages. No. So exactly. So who would win in a fight? Well, Colonel Sanders. He, he has guns. He's fought a lot. Yeah, but he I... got fired a lot for fighting. I reckon he when he was younger, he was very very good at fighting. I reckon okay. in a scrap. This was a Ronald McDonald is too flappy. No, but this might be this might be because when I went to McDonald's I was a child. But I'm imagining Ronald McDonald is like three times the height of an average human. No, he's he's normal size. I I'd probably say about five ten. Okay. Well in which case well, because I imagine him ten foot, in which case he just stamp on. What food would be better to use as weapons? KFC or McDonald's? KFC, definitely, you've got chicken drumsticks. Um, what food could you use from McDonald's that would keep its shape enough to hit someone with? You could, you, you could throw nuggets. Yeah, easy. 20 box, share box, non-spawn. <laughs> yeah. Which of these characters would you rather have in your group of friends? <laughs> um, Sanders. Yeah? Why? So he can talk, first of all. No, just because like... great stories. I don't know. You don't like clowns? <sighs> it's just that Ronald would be silent, wouldn't he? I, I think he works better as a brand, a mascot, and an icon. Whereas Sanders works more as a human, and and you'd all take the piss out of him as well. You'd you'd rip into shreds, for his failed businesses and his number of oddball jobs. Yeah, well, I mean, who would you prefer to have? Yeah, Sanders as well. I agree with you. Thank you for proving my point. No, well, uh, I think that's about all we have time for. Yeah, uh, we'll go, well, we'll put we'll maybe put it back to the poll. Or yeah, we'll put it back to the poll because like Twitter um, poll maybe or do we we'll, debate? Yeah, uh, no, we haven't done it on Twitter yet. I think we might put it back to the Instagram poll because after listening to this episode. You may have different. You might thoughts. be more informed. Yeah, we may have convinced you either way. So yeah, so, so and we definitely believe in having um, second votes on things. Oh, <laughs> political. Political. Yeah. Uh, no, I think it'd be quite good actually because because um, we can basically say is you know it's more of a who won the debate and we can well we know that people's preconceptions are fifty fifty. Yeah. So if we've changed it either way, then uh, then we'll know who That's won the debate. That's just down to us. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So uh, thank you very much for listening. Social media we gave out at the top of the show. Um, new episodes released every Thursday here on Fin to the Brink. And as always, if you have any topic suggestions, feel free to get involved. And until next time, it's goodbye from me, Will Baker. And me, Alex Prescott. And in the meantime, don't, don't forget, forget to overthink. overthink.